You're listening to Nursing Review Radio. I'm health editor Dallas Bastian, and I'm joined by Alison Verhoeven, chief executive of the Australian Healthcare and Hospitals Association, to discuss how healthcare may fare given the federal election's tight results. Thank you for joining me, Alison. Thank you for having me join you. What do you hope all parties take away from the way the votes fell over the weekend? I think there's been a very clear um, declaration of voter concern that health care is absolutely central uh, to Australian voters' um, interests in, in their Commonwealth government. And it's not good enough to simply park that as something to be dealt with once budget concerns have been dealt with. Australian voters seriously want to see Commonwealth leadership around an affordable healthcare system for them. So it's really uh, not about the short-term campaign messages that may or may not have been um, run out by different parties, but an overriding concern and a long-held concern that well-resourced public hospitals, well-resourced primary care is something that all Australians want. AHHA called for cooperation on health following news of the result. What damage could be done in the coming years if health isn't held up as a national priority or, or if we don't see enough collaboration in this area? Well, what we've seen over the last three years is a whole range of disparate reviews and reform processes. And I'm really worried that that will continue if we don't have some coordinated action from the Commonwealth to try and pull that together. There have been some really welcome innovations over the last couple of years. For example, um, the proposed forthcoming trials of healthcare homes, tasking primary health networks with commissioning place-based services that are focused on health outcomes, re-energising the My Health record. But all of those things need to be brought together in a policy approach, a strategic policy approach and they need to be complemented um, by having a very well resourced public health system that means both affordable primary care and affordable acute care for all Australians. What kind of leadership would you like to see over the next few months? Well it would be really wonderful to see a bipartisan approach to health uh, or probably more accurately, a multi-partisan approach to health given the role of crossbenchers um, that's likely in the future Commonwealth Government. Uh, but really, seeing parties work together, uh, seeing the crossbenchers work together and working with the states and territories and indeed the private sector to ensure that we we maintain what we've got already in Australia, which is a, a safe, high-quality health system, but we ensure that it is affordable and accessible for all Australians, no matter where they live and no matter how much money they have. Malcolm Turnbull has spoken about the need for the coalition to rebuild the trust of Australians when it comes to the party's health policies. What would you like to say about that? So regaining trust will require really meaningful action uh, from the coalition if they are to rebuild the relationships and uh, and reconnect with voters about health. That will require strategic policy effort. It'll require engagement with all parts of the health sector. It'll require responding and listening to diverse views and not just those of a favoured few. It's really important, I think, that the coalition take seriously the messages that they've heard from voters that generally Australians are not happy with how health has been managed over the past three years. 
Concerns about affordability have to be taken on board. Concerns about sustainability of primary health, general practice, concerns about funding for public hospitals, they need to be taken on board and it's really up to the coalition now, if they are to regain trust, to open dialogue with all stakeholders in the sector and not just those who they've talked to in the past. What do crossbenchers need to, to think about as we move forward? There's a really strong role for crossbenchers to to hold the government to account as it moves forward with health policy and ensure that it is actually listening to what the uh, voters have outlined as their concerns over the past several weeks. Um, it's important for them also, though, to work cooperatively with the new government to ensure that healthcare reform can continue in a positive manner and that sustainable funding can be applied uh, both to primary care and also to the hospital sector. And really, I think the message to all MPs and senators from this election is that health policy isn't something Australians will tolerate lip service on. We regard this as a really valuable aspect of our social fabric and governments need to invest in it. They need to respect the wishes of voters. AWHA released a scorecard that rated party policies against set criteria, including a commitment to universal healthcare principles, long-term sustainable funding and, and quality outcomes, and policies to support integration and innovation. With the result as it stands, what, what can Australians expect in some of these areas? Well, if the coalition is elected to... Uh, to government in their own right, uh, I think they would be wise to, to reflect on what voters have said. We actually do require them to make a commitment to universal health care principles on the basis of what we know about them over their performance over the past three years. We found that they didn't have a strong commitment to universal health care principles. They need to get, um, get their act into gear and respond to voter concern and get that commitment in place. And that means ensuring some of the elements that we've talked about, like long-term sustainable funding for hospitals, ensuring that there are innovative models of care in primary care and that those are properly funded, um, ensuring that they work closely with the states and territories. A commitment to quality outcomes. They've actually started doing some work in that place and amongst their better policies were initiatives around, for example, commissioning primary care services based on outcomes rather than inputs and outputs. So there is some work in place, but they need to progress that collaboratively with their partners. Um, when we looked at the policies of the other parties, Labor and the Greens, we thought they came out much more strongly ahead in terms of their commitment to universal health care principles, long-term sustainable funding, uh, also much better on preventive care. The current government uh, and coalition government, if it uh, forms the 45th parliament, frankly has vacated the space in preventive care. We would like to see them uh, invest and invest in preventive care, ensure a strategic approach to preventive care. Uh, it's an area of work that they've really got to focus on in the next government. What else would AWHA like to see the next government turn its attention towards in the, in the coming years? Look, I think there is no doubt that a sustainable health system is something that's of interest to all parties. But one of our big concerns is that really the costs that 
at the moment um, of growth and health expenditure being borne not by government but by consumers. So we know if you if we look at the data from the Australian Institute of Health and Welfare on health expenditure, we know that um, expenditure by individuals grew by an average of 6.2% per year in real terms over the decade 2013-14. That compares with growth in total health spending of only 5%. So there's, it's actually consumers that are bearing the costs here, not government. The Commonwealth government's share of total health expenditure actually declined um, from 2008-09 when it was 43.8% to 41.2% in 2013-14. The real problem area is the out-of-pocket costs that consumers bear. We need to have a focus on how much it costs to see a specialist. We need to have a focus on ensuring accessible uh, care in acute care hospitals, in, in public hospitals. We need to ensure that private health insurance is um, affordable and that the policies are actually meaningful and deliver outcomes back to patients when they need to draw upon them. And we also need to look, frankly, at how much it costs to go and see a specialist. That's something we don't talk about very often, but for many Australians, that is a very painful process. A lot of, a lot of Australians having to put their hands very deep in their pockets in order to be able to see a specialist.